Instead of Giles, it's uh, it's Rude G and the Rick. Rick. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> Rick Giles. Thanks, oh, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Big G dog. Big G dog. G dog. G unit. G doggy dog. <laughs> right. G unit. G unit. <laughs> it's big G unit. That's what I'm going to call you from now on. G unit. G unit. Right, Charles. Consi- yeah. We're doing an episode today on trusting your gut. So, so we're going to have something to help our guts. Yeah, we're going to have a ginger shot. We've got to do this simultaneously. Oh, God. It's quite gingery. Oh. You ready? <laughs> it's supposed to be delicious <laughs> and yummy, and you're like, it's a shot. It's Ugh. supposed to be quite difficult okay. to stomach, apparently. Ready? Ready? One, two, three. What oh, burns? It actually burns. Oh, Whew. oh, it's fiery. Our guts are going to thank us for this, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very unquestionable. <laughs> Doing a fart that went wrong. I think that's very unquestionable. Actually. <laughs> oh, my throat hurts. In hindsight, we shouldn't have done a, a shot of something that makes sure. Now we're having kombucha before. to help our guts as well. Yes, yeah, so our guts right. are going to be so good. Overall, our guts are going to be so strong, we can't help but trust them. Yeah. Right. Back into the into the actual episode. <laughs> Charles, in your opinion, why, why do we not trust our our gut? Um, why do we not trust our gut? Well, I've read quite a lot about these theories around our three brains, mm. um, and how you know, sort of, there's quite a lot of ancient tribes in the Amazon and Aboriginal tribes who who solely work on their gut instincts. What are the three brains? So the three brains are obviously your gut brain. Mm-hmm which we we're obviously talking about gut instincts. So that initial thought that mm. you get. Your that, intuition. Your intuition. Yeah, those feelings when you get your, you get those little knots in your stomach, I guess. But I think for some people, particularly us in the West, maybe because of maybe our environments or like its circumstances or our, you know, past traumas or what it could have been. We sort of filter these initial thoughts or feelings. We filter them through our hearts, mm. being your second brain and then, your actual brain it like gets filtered through these three things so by the time it gets to your brain you start ruminating on it and everything your that gut instinct that initial instinct that intuition is kind mm. of filtered right like so then what's the third one your brain so you've got your heart right your gut right, your right. heart and then your, your so head, your in head. order it would start with your heart then go to your gut and then up to your brain is that right or no the, sorry start i wasn't listening from... if i'm quite honest <laughs> This is a great episode. Sorry, no. You asked me a question. Go on. I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> so much head thing. Right. Um, so the three brains are your gut. Yeah. So you get that initial start feeling. With your gut. You start right. with your gut. You get that initial feeling in your gut, whether it's a pang or it's like, a, um, I don't know, like a knot in your stomach or whatever it might be. You get that. You get that feeling in your gut about mm-hmm. if you're making a big decision or something, and then it will get filtered into your heart and then, you know, your emotion comes into it and then then obviously your thought processes, so it goes through your head. That's like the last stage. So you start to ruminate on things and then that initial kind of instinct, that intuition that you might have had, that feeling kind of gets filtered with these other bits of our bodies. Mm, I, th- I feel like we live in quite a cerebral world. You know, we use our brains for most things, mm. especially with work and stuff like that. And even relationships and friendships and things like that. 
why do you think as a culture we don't really trust our gut as much or sometimes even our hearts I think some of it is to do with uh, our environments, perhaps, uh, our tr past experiences, which is an interesting one, the past experiences thing, because you would think, actually, if you actually go back and think about stuff, perhaps you go, I should have trusted my gut on that, or I should have, like, been, had, yeah, le lent into my intuition or something, because often that is, you'll go back in hindsight, but yet, mm -hmm. again, we still make the same mistakes, why that is, I don't know. I think probably because we are influenced by other things. We don't allow our our own intuition, our own to trust our own selves in many instances. Mm, yeah, what it comes down to is trust, right? Yeah. We don't trust our guts. We don't sometimes even trust our hearts. And that's a fear thing. That's a fear-based thing. Um, I think we've kind of, we all grow up thinking if you trust your bright your logical thinking brain then you're most likely to succeed in whatever you're doing mm. but actually that's not always the case and can oftentimes lead people to live fairly unhappy lives if they're doing a job they don't love or living in a place they don't like and they've gone down this path purely out of you know logic and fear and all the rest of it and ignored their gut i think that's when people maybe have that feeling of like discomfort and and unhappiness in their lives so with that in mind I want to talk to you a little bit about how we can use our gut to make decisions mm. and specifically how to interpret your gut instinct and your intuition and distinguish that between your gut and fear or emotion coming in because oftentimes we might get a feeling of like oh I don't want to do that and think, oh, it must be my in intuition telling me not to do something. But really, it's just fear. Fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of abandonment, what it, whatever it, that might be. So how can we tell the difference between our gut and fear? It's tricky. It's really hard to do that, I think. It's hard to make that distinction sometimes. And I think often we, when we are, when we have a gut instinct about something, we're, we're second-guessing it then. Mm. Like, and then we're starting to, yeah, I think we're very quick to ignore it. Mm. Um, do you know what? Even as something as um, silly, like I do a quiz thing online on my phone <laughs> and it's multiple choice. And I'll look at it and my gut instinct will be to choose a particular answer. And I reckon I second guess myself every time. And about 80, 90% of the time, my gut instinct on the answer is would have been correct do you know but what? i always go for the one yeah that is the incorrect answer because i second guessing myself it's so funny because you're the second person to say that to me maybe even this week because i do as you know i do my pub quiz yeah. every week and um my i do it with one of my friends and he said to me the other day he said every single time we get a question my gut tells me the answer and then i Lo you know my logic start kicks in and I start thinking well it can't have been that because mm. blah 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 and then you start questioning yourself and then when the answers come out and he's reading them out you're like oh shit it, literally every single answer mm. he's like oh I, I said that oh, oh I thought that and we're <laughs> yeah. all like yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah. you did of course you did nobody believes him but if you think that something as trivial as that like mm. just a quiz question yeah you're you're not trusting your instincts on yeah. that and yet when it comes to like more substantial kind of life decisions or even just kind of conversations to have with people whatever it might be mm. uh or it might be about work or whatever it is we don't go anywhere near it no 
no, exactly. We don't trust our intuition when it comes to a pub quiz. Yeah, yeah. It does not matter. Yeah. Why would we trust it when we're like picking out our where we're going to live or Mm. which job we're going to take or anything like that but I think ultimately what it comes down to is learning to tell the difference between what's fear Mm -hmm. and what's your intuition because I think fear is an emotion it's a very emotional thing and it can come with panic and discomfort whereas intuition I feel has less emotion attached to it it just is yeah so when I'm thinking back to times when I've had an intuitive feeling when I look back in hindsight there wasn't really any emotional any emotion behind it it was just yeah actually I had a feeling that I should have done that mm. but I, I didn't pick up on it at the time because I'm so used to going off of my either my emotion or my brain do you think and this is a question I'm just thinking of like sometimes we mix up fear and intuition though because I think when we get a gut instinct on something mm. it's it's often almost a similar feeling in a way physically I'm thinking like manifests itself and maybe not in the stomach or an mm. anxiety or whatever and that might be your instinct saying I, sh- I shouldn't be doing that thing and then or I should be because it's exciting mm. but then the fear kicks in and there's a bit of a crossover almost I wonder if that sometimes we're not we're misreading ourselves well it's funny you should say that actually because I was going to talk a little bit about learning to read your body mm-hmm. Because I think that's something that we're massively disconnected from nowadays. Like people don't really pay much attention to the how they're physically feeling mm-hmm. unless it's like an actual problem or something's manifested in a big scale. We very rarely on a day-to-day basis just check in with our body mm. and are like, right, how am I feeling right this second? Like what's my body telling me? And your body always whispers to you until you're it you get to a point where you're not listening and then it has to start shouting at you. Mm. Um, but I think that getting re- getting really good at listening to your body can help you to distinguish because I think you're right. I think a lot of people do get mixed up. And, and you know, when you say your intuition or your gut, especially with women, because I will say women supposedly are supposed to have quite a strong maternal mm-hmm. instinct. And, um, you know, you get you get stories about women who have been down a dark alleyway with a man or in a in an elevator or something with a man and had a horrible feeling and it's mm. that feeling of dread now is that fear because you're in an elevator or on a you know down yeah. an alleyway with a stranger or is it your instinct telling you this person is dangerous yeah it's really hard to distinguish but i think when it comes to decisions like life decisions and work decisions and relationships and where you live and stuff like that that shouldn't hold as much emotional weight as it you know, often does um i think i think you're right i think people mm. like for example just plucking an example out of thin air work situations sometimes i'll have a work situation come up or an opportunity uh it just doesn't feel right and it doesn't feel bad it doesn't feel scary it doesn't feel like oh i don't know about that it just i just think to myself hmm, i don't i don't need that like, it doesn't feel doesn't light me up doesn't feel fill me with joy i don't think I really need to go down that Mm. route and that's usually my instinct telling me like this isn't for you whereas when I get that feeling of like fear dread and like oh god it's usually because I'm scared of something Mm. that's when I know I have to take the opportunity and I have to do it because my my fears are like my ego is kicking in yeah so to speak I wonder sometimes actually with the instinct thing like oh sorry that gut instinct that it feels too quick like it's too instantaneous and and actually it would be because you'd be feeling it and you're thinking okay I'm not going to do that thing or I'm you know I'm going to 
rethink this or whatever but i suppose that the rethinking is the thing that slows everything down so it feels almost like societal or, or maybe it's cultural or it's just a, i don't know just a human instinct to to think things through like we have to think things through we have mm. to analyze stuff to death until we kind of come up with what we think is the right solution mm. because it's like the thing to do like if you just suddenly decided to do something people are like, have you not thought this through mm. and you'd be like well you know and actually you should be saying no i haven't thought through i felt it felt right or felt wrong and so that's the decision i made but actually we we don't allow ourselves to do that because we, we feel like we should be thinking it through we mm. should be taking our time and and then letting all these other kind of thoughts and feelings yeah. enter into our decision making it's true and sometimes you know even on a really small scale like when you um you get that feeling of like oh i want to give so-and-so a call someone you haven't spoken to for years and you give them a call for no reason and just intuitively you mm. think like, oh that, yeah i'll do that why not and you do it and then you end up having this conversation about something else that you're doing on doing or like a project you're working on mm. or it's all very serendipitous and you could look back and think oh i followed my gut and mm. it it you know, it panned out. On the other hand, you might think, oh, I'm going to give so-and-so a call. And then you're like, mm, I haven't spoken to for ages. They're probably busy. I won't bother. And you never find out what could have happened if you mm. had give them a call, give, you know, give them a call. But ultimately, you don't need to use that as evidence not to use your intuition, yeah. to use your intuition or whatever it might be. So I was going to say, what I find quite useful, and I do this personally, is writing down, you know, it might be once a week, it could be once a month, all the times that you followed your intuition mm. and what was the outcome and almost use that as proof to yourself. So you might you might say, oh, well, I had the intuitive hit to phone this person up mm. and then this happened or I decided I was going to say no to that job because it didn't feel right and I was right. And then you start to build up in your head a picture of what it's actually like to follow your intuition and to trust your gut and it gives you a bit more bit more confidence in yourself yeah i wonder if you could even do that in the moment actually when you mm. feel that that initial feeling mm. whether if it, whether it physically manifests or whatever and then you write that down in that moment and then you can look back at it or even like you know give yourself if you do need if there are other things that we've talked about like you do start to let the other parts of your brain and your heart kick in and you're on into your decision making you can then just go back an hour later and say oh do you know that was what I was thinking when I first thought mm. that well that's the thing the feeling I had straight away mm. maybe that's the right one yeah they do say don't they in business that you should make decisions very quickly um because at the end of the day if you've got two options they're both right you know even if one option ends in disaster mm. it's still a lesson learned it's still there's still benefits to that and there'll still be a reason why you needed to have gone down that route so either way it's it's going to be a win-win mm. so they do yeah they do say i've heard some books and podcasts and stuff like that say if you're in business if you know if you have a decision to make make it in an, in a split second just do it because mm. you need to get really good at just making decisions quite quickly and 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 then you build that muscle and you start to be a bit more intuitive in your in your business as well um but then on the other hand there's also intuition with people too yeah. um i think i honestly do believe sometimes when you meet someone and you just intuitively don't you don't get on with them or feel great about them mm. as a person or you feel that they're amazing as a person or you just might not feel that chemistry i do genuinely think that that is your intuition also 
giving you a little insight into what, what that person's energy mm. is like. Well, it feels like your intuition or your gut feelings are sort of safeguarding you in some way sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Um, and like you say, sometimes you do, like particularly with other people, you might get an energy off them or something. And, mm. you know, those little alarm bells are going in your tummy or whatever it might be saying, yeah, maybe swerve this, you know. But again, we... Don't always listen to them. And then it's not till later down the line you're like, I always knew that one was a wrong one or something. Yeah. But yeah. it's not until you've gone through some bad situation and then you end up ruminating about it for months and months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then like you're like, oh, I should have just trusted my instinct in the first place. Oh, that's We've all done that though. The, well, exactly. The amount of time. And we will you... do it again. <laughs> well, you, you, you hear people all the time saying, oh, I knew that was going to happen. Mm. I knew that was going to happen. Or I knew that about that person. Or oh, I had a feeling that this mm. was the case. And it's like, well, how many times before we actually yeah. start listening, actually listening to yeah. that voice? Like, it's there for a reason. And like I said at the beginning of, of the episode, I think that when we ignore it for long enough, we just make these decisions mm. based off like fear and scarcity and like societal expectations and stuff like that. That's when we end up kind of pinning ourselves into a corner of decisions that we didn't really make intuitively they're just uh, making us a bit miserable yeah absolutely mm. so for for our listeners as a bit of a takeaway you've mentioned there maybe writing stuff down there's a good mm. way of kind of logging those moments yeah so i do it once a month just at the end of each month i do like a what i call a monthly um a monthly like roundup or a monthly check-in check in. yeah exactly where I just look back and I think how was the month what what things happened that were great what did I uh, make happen what did I overcome you know stuff like that what areas of my life do I need to work on maybe or areas of my life where I might need a little bit more help and then um, and then I think about the intuitive little hits or downloads or pings or whatever you might call them what what um what little hits did I follow and did I choose to acknowledge and not ignore? Um, and sometimes it's literally just as simple as like, oh, I reached out to that person mm. or oh, I decided to post this on Instagram or Twitter or something. Yeah, like sometimes yeah. you, it's literally you're just sitting there and you think, oh, I might just post a picture of this on social media. And then someone that you haven't spoken to for a while comments on it and a conversation gets started mm. and you just never know. So I like to make a note of all the things that I have done in that regard and then the outcomes of that and it just sort of strengthens that muscle i think sitting with your body and feeling how you're feeling you know check in with your body feel how you're feeling as well is a really powerful one i don't do it nearly enough um i don't know about you but <laughs> i'm not i'm not great at uh yeah checking in with the with my body and feeling how i feel but when something comes up is it giving you like heart palpitations and like clammy hands if it is that's a fear response that's you know that's a you problem that's not like an intuitive thing mm. in my opinion um and yeah just uh being a little bit more open to trusting that gut yeah and having to go letting some things be decided that way mm. you know i need to go and like do my quiz on my, you on need my quiz. to. Oh, I need to. Yeah, it's a real addiction. Yeah, now. yeah. No, I need. To, no, what I mean is, I need to have a go at doing it, but literally just yeah. trusting my instincts and my gut on it, well, and yeah. then and see what you know, see what the outcome is, because yeah. I, 
I'm pretty sure it. I have better scores. I was going to say as well. I think like it's quite a heavy topic, mm. but it doesn't need to be. I think having fun with it, making it an experiment. And yeah. I, so I do this quite a lot in lots of aspects of my life. Is I turn it into an experiment, like whatever it might be. If if it's money related or work related or relationships and friendships, I like to try and turn things into an experiment as like a what if, because then you detach any real, you know, like outcome that you need there's no desperation involved there's no like well what if it goes wrong because then it's going to be fearful no matter what yeah. whereas if you're like Do you know what just for fun i'm just going to go on my intuition on this one and just make this decision really really quickly and Do you know what if it all goes wrong i don't i don't care you have to yeah you just have to live with the consequences of that but then at least you've tested the waters yeah and it becomes more fun yeah and it's like a game and you turn anything into a game and it just becomes more enjoyable and it's a win-win so <laughs> you know if you if you start making decisions from that place of like playfulness and fun and everything's a fun little game or a little experiment that's how you start to like it's a bit like when you're a baby and you're learning to walk a safe environment it's not going out into the real world yet and like go on off you go into the into the road but well i wonder actually do as children we probably were trusting our guts a little bit more on things and that kind of gets mm. it, know, not beaten out of us but we as we get older other things influence the way we think and feel oh 100 um, and we don't you know it's kind of drummed out of us a little bit yeah, like we, I mean, we were literally just talking about this in mm. an episode with Gabby, weren't we? And um, she was saying, you know, as children, we like run around, we play, we jump in puddles, we sing, we don't, we have no filter, we don't care what other people think. And yeah, well, as you get older, you start to become more sort of like embarrassed or scared of failing or scared of people rejecting you mm. or whatever it might be. And you lose that sort of intuitive rawness and that authenticity mm. i think so it's it's a really good point it's it's so true yeah i think we need to go back to go back to basics absolutely <laughs> well i'm definitely going to get a little journal and write down those moments yeah I, I, I would highly recommend it i probably need to do it more to be fair um but yeah it's something that i something that i'm passionate about because it's really fun when you start to Start to go down that route of like, you know. Yeah, and I think you probably will notice that those moments where you do trust your gut are the actually the right ones. Mm, totally. <laughs>